to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is Scotty B, your host. Episode 7. This is actually part 1 of a multi-part series, hopefully for where we are going to talk about Instagram, how to build a following on Instagram as a cosplayer. What would I know about that? Well, Instagram has been quite a hot button lately with how the algorithm has changed, or at least how we think it has. What is going on in that space as far as getting rid of likes, as far as shadow banning, as far as all of the BS that everybody has been putting up with since Facebook stole it as a company for nearly nothing and it is now valued at 14 billion plus dollars and it now has half a billion people that are on it constantly and it has become really a medium for which we exchange information amongst each other and try to gain attention for our audience. So there's a lot going on and I have some pretty strong opinions about how the platform works and why it doesn't for some people and why it does better for other people. And I've had a long time to think about that many years, uh, almost since the beginning of Instagram or when people started to realize it was a thing. It was how I found some of my first business contacts and worked with them overseas and helped them grow on other platforms in a very small way. So yes, it's near and dear to me, and some of the things that I see I like, some of them I don't. This really isn't a like it, don't like it series. It's really a here's what you can do if you want it to still work for you, and I'm sure that we will get into some of the alternatives at some point down the road while we're talking. But really the focus here is Instagram and cosplay because this is supposed to be a a podcast about information that helps you, the cosplayer, develop your brand, gain more attention, and feel better about all of the hard work that you put in to those costumes, to going to those conventions, how you want to connect with your fandom. Four-part series, and then that's breaking it up into smaller, more sensible Instagram bites. So what's the problem with Instagram? Why are we here talking about it today? Well, really, Instagram is a tool. Uh, Not that you're a tool because you use Instagram, but Instagram is a tool for marketing. It is a marketing tool. It is a device for which you reach people, eyeballs are on it, and you gain attention. And if you think that it is something else, that's fine, but then don't expect that people will follow you, like you, or send you uh, endorsement requests because it isn't that. It really is, at its core, something that is used to market and right now it is severely underpriced attention and you will hear one of the people that i listen to and believe the most about instagram gary vaynerchuk i'll probably mention him a million times on here even though he has nothing to do with cosplay you can talk about tom bilyeu all day long too and he does have a little bit of a tie-in to cosplay he does shout them out occasionally on his uh, Instagram stories. So he's very aware of the market and he is really cool as far as being into comic books and his relationship with Steve Aoki. They're very awesome together. So if you're going to check out a comic book, please do. And check him out on Instagram too while we're talking about Instagram. But really, the, the whole point, getting back to it, is that this is underpriced attention. Right now it costs you nothing 
anything you get out of that, it's free. It's not your platform. You didn't have to build it. The only thing you have to do is provide content for it and feed it. And that is rich content, not where it may not be where you think it is in terms of rich content. Maybe you think you're already doing that. I can explain more about that later. Right now, we're just talking about it being underpriced attention. And even when you do create sponsored ads that most people hate and scroll through right now, that attention, that presence is so cheap compared to AdWords or compared to television or compared to creating a commercial or compared to a radio, maybe not compared to a podcast, maybe podcasts are the next Instagram. Who knows? Everybody's going to have one in about two years. It's completely underpriced. And maybe you think it's overpriced, but from a marketing standpoint, it's super cheap for the reach and for how it dials into exactly the people that you want to reach. And yes, the algorithm is changing. That's really not what's screwing everything up for you. Gaming the algorithm can actually screw you up more than just providing the best type of content possible and being present in that space and being consistent in that space. Because that's really all that Instagram wants. It wants you to be consistent. It wants you to play by the rules, essentially stick to the community guidelines on what is acceptable for that space. And it wants you not to break speed limits. So don't just like 4 million things. They're gonna do away with that eventually. But too many people clicking that like button over and over and over and over break speed limits and get shadow banned. And also the whole nonsense about following and unfollowing because of this ratio that someone came up with where the number of people that you follow has to be less than the number of people that follow you. And I don't really understand that ratio at all. I also don't understand if you get value out of following five to 10,000 people and could possibly ever keep track of that on your own. What would your feed even look like? Like I have a problem with the number of people that I follow and I feel like I do know most of them. I also feel that Instagram might be adding and subtracting people for me on, on its own. Uh, but I can neither confirm nor deny that. I would assume that probably it does, that it just decides, oh, let's follow these people and see what happens and maybe it'll grow this person's following a little bit and it doesn't seem to do anything. It doesn't seem to work, actually it seems to lose more. And that seems to be more prevalent too, is it seems like people are dropping off more because they're not seeing things in their feed because they are following thousands of people and it's getting really hard for you to come up in that scroll it's getting to be more like Facebook that I think doesn't need to happen, but it does seem to be really getting to be a mobile version, a mobile only version of Facebook, my opinion. Maybe that's not what's really happening, but it sure feels like it. And guess who owns it? Here are some things that I feel really do work or possibly don't work as far as how you put content out on Instagram and maybe why you're not seeing the returns that you think you should for the value that you provide or for the content, the rich content that you promote or the rich content that you share with everyone in that space. So one of the things that gets me is that a lot of people just phone in their content. And here's what I mean by phoning in the content. I mean that you're using the same hashtags on every single post. So if you put hashtag cosplayer on every single picture that you put out there, and there are 10 million pictures tagged with cosplayer, nobody's ever gonna find you because there's just too many pictures coming with that hashtag every single day, every single minute. You're never getting into the top. You're never getting into recents because there's no way to do that. So if you're just 
using the same hashtags over and over and over again. The nice thing about Instagram is it kind of does that work for you. When you start to type something in, it will give you options and it will tell you how many. And what you want is to figure out where you are in that mix that will help you get onto the top and to the recent page so that people can find you and to get into people's like just search feed. So the, the more clever you are with being able to vary your hashtags, the more time you spend, and we're not talking hours and hours, but we are talking more than 10 seconds where you type in hash, hashtag girl, girl cosplayer, hashtag girls, hashtags, Instapic, and think that that is somehow going to get people in front of your photos. That doesn't work anymore. There's just way too much competition in that space. Another problem that I see really super inconsistent content on the feed. So there's no patterns. It's a bunch of randomized photos, maybe not to you, but to the person looking. So if that's really all you want to do with it, that's great. You know, it's, it's documenting. Documenting is perfect, but documenting on Instagram doesn't really get you to that next step anymore. What Instagram looks for is similar content over and over and over again. And that becomes rich content for Instagram. So if you're in cosplay, you can vary between the raw photos of cosplay. You can vary between the behind the scenes. You can put in some video content. You can put feed, uh, put something in your feed that is a, a detailed photo, something that's been photoshopped, something that has After Effects in it. You know, you can. There's a lot of variety. But if you have one that's just a picture of you and then another one of you on vacation and another picture of your food, and then maybe you put in something with your costume and there's really no rhyme or reason, it does become more of a vlog of just your life in general than it does of that thing that that feed is for. And a lot of cosplayers do separate, like they'll have different feeds for the different things that they do. So here's my fitness feed, here's my cosplay feed, here's the me feed, and here's the private feed that I don't even know why I have it because only three, 13 people are a part of it, but I can keep up with them. So there's different ways to go about it. As long as it's consistent, Instagram isn't gonna have a problem with it. Something that eats away at me. There's a minimal amount of work going into what you think will get you paid. You're doing just the bare minimum to get the follows, to get the likes, to just get people interested. Like I'm just going, okay, I'll post once a day. I'll put a bunch of stories out there. It's going to be just a lot of busyness, um, but there's not really a whole lot of authenticity. So does Instagram care about authenticity? I don't think it does, but your audience does. Everyone craves that. Everyone wants to know you for you. I guess that gets into an earlier episode, but it's true. Every, nobody really wants the fakeness of Instagram anymore. It's kind of dying off. We like the pretty photos and that's fine. That definitely has its space in cosplay. People want to know what you're doing and what you're producing, but they also just want that space to be a you and a them. So the stories need to be real. It can't just be all factory produced or shot content where everything is keeping a lot of distance between you and the audience. It's generally a much more intimate space if you let it be that, and that produces better fandom. And ultimately it gives you enough rich content to cater to the Instagram algorithm. So another thing that I really don't like is that everybody makes this about follows and likes. It's all about follows and likes. The more people I have following me, the better I am. And it's this game that gets played where you compare yourself to everyone else. 
that's the only reason why you post. That post that you put out has to do just as good or better as the last one. If your last post had 750 likes and this one only gets 200, your world ends. But that's really not what happens. There can be a lot of different things that are going on or reasons why that happened. A lot of it has to do with hashtags and the algorithm. But why are we blaming Instagram for that? Does it really matter? Like the only thing that I really blame Instagram for is for setting up these metrics for which we are starting to govern ourselves. Who cares how many people like your photo? You put a lot of work into it and you put it out there and you had fun creating it or you like the process of doing this or that it is um, a channel for you for which to advertise and you're using it as a marketing tool. That's all great. So put that out there. If you get, I mean, really, if you think about 10 people just gave you their opinion on something about liking something. I can't remember the last time I even had that happen at work. And I've worked in spaces with hundreds of people, but on a daily basis, do I get a thumbs up from even three of those people? Probably not. So the fact that you're in a space online where you're putting yourself out there just like you would in any situation on earth. When you buy an ice cream cone, you're putting yourself out there. You're still talking to somebody, but it isn't instant feedback where that person goes, oh, I really like that ice cream cone, double click. No, it's just a it's just interaction. So the fact that you live your life by how many strangers randomly found a photograph of you online, click the picture twice, that's your benchmark for how you exist. I wonder how many people actually look through all of the people who liked their photo, go to their Instagram feeds and like one of their pictures. I know that it's really a lot of work to do. So I would guess that many people don't, especially the more likes you get, you're simply collecting them. Just like followers, you're just collecting them and you're doing it because it's a self-serving thing that you hope that you become an influencer in a channel so that you can tell these people what to buy, what to wear, what to do, or how to be a cosplayer. I don't know if I've seen too many cosplayers selling a lot of products, but there's certainly a space for that because there are a lot of eyeballs and attention on cosplayers. Like I said a few episodes ago, this is a huge form of free marketing using a free marketing platform. It's like a double nothing for the industry that promotes it. And I'm probably talking more to the DC cosplayers than I am to the Marvel cosplayers, but really you're doing all the work. DC doesn't have to do it for you. They look at that and they go, this is so cool. Most of it's Batman. If you put on a Batman costume and you're on Instagram, not only did they not have to pay for the platform that you're putting content on, but they don't have to pay for the content either. You're doing it all for them. But that's probably also why they don't care too much about the copyright issues that might be involved with you doing that. Yes, it's your costume. Yes, it's your feed. Yes, it's you. But the concept was all theirs. But you do promote it for nothing. And they're not even acknowledging that in most cases. There are a few... Uh, feature accounts out there that do a really good job of promoting cosplayers but what i never see is go and even go one step further go and buy some of the products or show yourself on there with a comic book in costume referencing the artists or the producers of that comic book for dc for marvel or i know who will say something impact theory comics saw you in a cosplay costume with their comic books talking about their comic 
they would definitely reach out to you because that is how Tom Billy rolls. But I don't even know who runs DC Comics. They'll probably start flagging me for saying things like this. In my opinion, there's just not a lot out there for the cosplayer to promote the content at a convention online for free. The podcast gives back and says thanks and gives you tips, but does the industry? That's interesting. So part one, that is where we, got, we are going to conclude this week and this episode, but we are going to come back very soon with part two, which will continue the discussion on Instagram and how you can use it to better gain followers and understand it in terms of being a marketing tool. I am Scotty B for the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again shortly.